What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of the Pinnacle Project podcast. Um, I'm very excited to be here. I'm very excited to do this podcast. It's been in the works for definitely quite a few months, so I'm definitely excited to get to learn about you guys and get to tell you guys my story, and not only that, just my opinion on life. So this podcast is going to be about not just fitness. Matter of fact, it's probably going to be the least talked about thing on this podcast, the most important thing that I'm going to be talking about, and I would say the most prevalent thing on this podcast is going to be about just how to be a better version of you, whether that's fitness related, whether that's business related or relationship related, it doesn't really matter. I'm going to be talking about how to become the best you. And through that, I'm going to be talking about my story and uh, a lot of stuff that I've been through, personal experiences and stuff to really resonate with you guys. So I'm super excited to have this opportunity to talk to you guys um, and share my story. So thanks for listening and let's get into it. So today I'm just going to basically be telling you guys about my story as a person, as a fitness coach. Um, and it's going to be real short and quick. I just kind of want to introduce who I am and and what I do for a living and, and how I got here. So uh, my name is Colton Babiak. I've been an online fitness coach for, I'd say, around a year and a half, almost coming up on two years. And in that time, I've helped over 60 people become a better version of themselves through fitness and through my programming and you know, through constant motivation. And a lot of questions I get from people is, you know, how did you really get here? And, you know, that's an interesting story and that's an interesting question to ask how I got here because I never really seen this sort of being something that I'd end up doing but it just sort of came to me in a wave and then I decided that you know what this is the passion that I'm going to pursue this is something that I'm going to do and you know there's so much leading up to you know who I was as a person and and what kind of got me here as a person and I guess the first thing I could do is start from when I was a kid so uh, at around the age of five or six, um, I started in my first sport, I guess you could call it. Um, and I started in karate as I think most kids, especially boys, I feel like most boys, you know, start in some form of martial art or play soccer, which I did some of that as well. And I can be completely honest. I was terrible at soccer, but karate, I, I, I got into it a bit and it was, it was interesting. I did it for about two years. Um, and then, kind of transitioned transitioned into something else. So um, at about the age of eight or nine, I joined um, a Kung Fu team, believe it or not. And that was sort of my transition from, you know, karate to Kung Fu and, you know, exploring martial arts as sort of my outlet. Um, I was an extremely bullied kid growing up from the age of, I would say, you know, six, getting into kindergarten all the way up until, you know, I would say about middle school, high school that stopped sort of being a thing because you know the martial arts training you know I became you know this confident person and you know if there was any bullying going on I don't think I really cared about it at that point so you know sort of rewinding back to you know being eight joining this kung fu group that I trained with up until probably 16 I if I can remember correctly so I was with them for a long time and that experience and that you know portion of my life really became the I would say the catalyst to, you know, 
my self-confidence to, you know, later start a business and actually really chase down things that, you know, I want. And that was, that was such a blessing to, to really, you know, go back and think about those kinds of things. Um, you know, tra- training with that team and, and those guys, I had an amazing um, instructor. Um, we call him, uh, his name was Sifu Jess Kung. He was probably one of the most enlightening people I ever met in my life. And still to this day, you know, I would say that he had one of the biggest impacts on me as an individual. He taught me respect. He taught me honor. He taught me, you know, how to be just how, how to be a good person, I feel, and, you know, have confidence and have empathy and, you know, obviously be a good martial artist as well. He was, you know, into his 50s and 60s. He could still uh, he could still put a whooping on any one of us. So that was a very interesting experience and, you know, I think a blessing in my life looking back. Um, and with that team, you know, I started to compete. I went to competitions um, and very quickly realized that that was something that I was extremely good at. I would say, you know, most of my life, I wasn't really good at school. You know, I didn't really care about it too much. Um, I wasn't this, you know, exceptional athlete. But because I'd started martial arts so young in comparison to a lot of other people, that was something that became, you know, my thing. And that became something that I was really good at. So I started to really excel. Um, I had a really good team, obviously. And, you know, just kept competing and competing and competing. Um, I think my trophy count at this point is 70 something, 72 or 76. And it's really all because of, you know, the confidence that those guys and that team, you know, sort of instilled in us. That was really important. And, you know, just thinking back, it was, it was such an amazing experience. And then eventually around, you know, 2010, I think it was, yeah, September of 2010, I ended up going to Las Vegas and I fought at the Mandalay Bay uh, Casino and I competed there in the uh, World Martial Arts Games in 2010. So I did that and I became a world champion in Kung Fu, I guess, martial arts and in, in general. And I got a, I won a gold and a silver medal. And that really, that that's when everything just kind of blew up in my life because I realized, hey, you know, even as a kid at, you know, 12, 13 years old, I could be the best at something and I could, you know, beat the best and I could, you know, showcase my skills and my talent that I've worked so hard at. And it really taught me that, you know, hard work really can create amazing results. And that's really, I think, the key to anyone looking to improve their life is how much time and how much effort are you putting into you know, being the best you, how much time you're putting into your craft, all those kinds of things. And, you know, it, it's crazy. Like that summer leading into September, I, you know, I ran 3k every day. I would train consistently, even on vacation in BC. I remember we stayed at this resort and I would run hills. That was, you know, that, that was what I had to do just, you know, to get my mother to let me even go to Vegas to compete was to show them that I wanted it. And that was an amazing life lesson because it taught me taught me hard work and it taught me dedication and it taught me that, you know, if you really sit down and focus on your craft and what you're good at, you know, it can propel you to heights that, you know, you would never even think of. I never even thought about being a world champion as a kid. Um, So from that point on, you know, I trained in Kung Fu for, you know, quite a few years later and then I, I transitioned over to boxing. So I had this, uh, I had a very rough year probably when I was, I would say, how old was I? Maybe 15. I had a very rough time around the, you know, 15 to 16 year old range. So one of my buddies noticed that and he took me to a boxing club he was training at. Um, 
which was definitely a, you know, in hindsight, definitely a good and a bad thing. Um, but I fell in love with boxing instantly. I was good at it because I, you know, trained in martial arts for so long. So I started refining my boxing skills and that, uh, that really became sort of the person I identified as, as a human being. Um, I competed a little bit in boxing, uh, trained a lot, became really obsessed over it. And around that time, as I was boxing, I also started to, you know, kind of explore training in the gym and being a fitness, you know, enthusiast and trying to get bigger as a, as a very skinny male. I was, you know, six foot two and 130 something pounds. So I wanted to get bigger. I wasn't happy with the way I looked. Um, so I started training in the gym and, you know, with on and off results, you know, good and bad, didn't really know what I was doing. And it was really that experience from training for, since I was maybe 15 or 16 in the gym to where I'm at now at 21 years, it was that sort of, you know, five or six years that really expanded my knowledge about how to actually train and, you know, how to actually get the best results. And at the same time, how to make it fun and how to make it sustainable and all those kinds of things. So that really was, you know, at the same time I was boxing, I was also building up my fitness knowledge and, you know, building up my body as a, you know, enthusiast of fitness, as you could say. And then, you know, sort of, you know, post-graduation, I had stopped boxing. Um, I got into university at the, at uh, Mount Royal University studying business. And I just decided that the damage from boxing that I'd taken, um, that I was exposed to, I had 13 concussions between boxing and football and, you know, martial arts and all the things that I'd competed in. So, I decided that boxing really wasn't going to be the best for me long term. So I decided to join a jiu-jitsu school and train jiu-jitsu for about about a year and a bit I trained jiu-jitsu. Um, and I found that to be, again, something that, you know, I wasn't as good at that as I was at, you know, boxing or, you know, the martial arts I'd done before. But it was, again, something that I could put, you know, hard work into and see results and really build good camaraderie. So... I kept up with that for a while um, and then taken sort of a trip to Brazil for two months, came back and then really wanted to focus on fitness. So I made fitness uh, 100% of my focus. I really focused on, you know, trying to be the biggest, strongest guy that I could possibly, you know, become and, you know, really got into the nutritional side of stuff, really got into, you know, the training, you know, the specifics of how do you structure a training program and all this. And through that, I learned a lot of information and was able to take myself from, you know, 140 pounds to, you know, 175 pounds and, you know, benching 225 and, you know, squatting good numbers and, you know, deadlifting 400 pounds and stuff that I never thought that I could do as an individual. So especially being a skinny guy. So that really kind of led me to where I am today, where, you know, I decided, hey, I can do this for myself. I'm going to help other people. And that, you know, decision, I started to really notice my drive to sort of do this. When I was actually in Brazil, I, I had ran across a guy from, from my city in Calgary, Alberta, shout out. Um, his name was Brian Mark. And I ran into, you know, one of his ads and he said, you know, this is how you help people online and sort of taught me sort of the basics of how to run an online business. And from that point, I just kind of took, you know, the few tools he gave me um, I looked at a few other inspirations, um, inspirational people on, on social media for the most part, and I really just sort of ran with it. And I said, you know what, I've always coached people, 
I've coached people in martial arts. I've coached people in football. I've coached soccer. I've coached, you know, people, friends in the gym. I've, you know, actually coached people in the gym. So I decided, you know what? I can 100% do this online and I'm going to chase that with everything that I have. And now we're at a point where I get to actually help people for a living and I get to actually work with, you know, real struggling people and understand their story and share their stories. And, you know, really through that experience, I find I get a lot of fulfillment from that. So that's sort of, that's sort of the basics of my story from, from how I became a, fitness coach, you know, how I was this, you know, skinny, unconfident, bullied kid to, you know, how I became this, you know, confident person with a drive to build a business and to, you know, help people live happier, stronger, and healthier lives. So, you know, I hope you really enjoyed, you know, this first little episode of, you know, sort of about me and, you know, you get to know me and feel free to leave any comments or send any messages. If if you resonate with this podcast, if you resonate with you know, my story a little bit, or if you just want to leave a comment. Um, And of course, if you like it, feel free to leave a five-star review. Um, I always answer messages on Instagram um, and Facebook, preferably Instagram. So feel free. My Instagram is attached in the uh, podcast. So you can find me at Colton Babiak on Instagram and feel free to send me any messages, any questions that you may have um, about anything in life and I'll get back to you and would love to chat with you. So thanks again for listening, and I will see you guys on the next episode.